T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Six forty-two, eighteen before uh, seven o'clock. We got a nice day ahead. Beautiful day, actually. Highs of sixty-eight, plenty of sunshine. Then it's gonna stay nice tomorrow. A little bit cooler. Highs of sixty-four, sixty-two on Thursday. More humidity, but highs of sixty-eight on Friday. That's a nice stretch of weather. Unfortunately, Saturday's first big day of parades and and. It's looking like a 90% chance for showers now. Could change, I guess. Sunday, some showers lingering into the morning, but turning windy, highs of 64. So I think a lot of festivities planned, a lot of Mardi Gras stuff going on. We'll just have to watch and hope that something changes. Stephen Procopio joins us now, director of the uh, president, rather, of Public Affairs Research Council. And I'm a little bit confused here. Stephen, good morning. How are you? <laughs> morning, morning. Because, first of all, you know, I have a big question about the economy in the country. I don't know if it's doing well or not, because some people <laughs> tell you it's good. Other people tell you it's terrible. So I don't know. Now, here well, we're talking about this. Right, huh? Well, you're right. I think that's exactly no one quite knows, even I, though people have many opinions. Yes, and and I, I think it all comes down, is it working for you or not? Now, now we got the state here. Outgoing Governor John Bell Edwards says we got a— $143 million of a of surplus. Jeff Landry says, no, we got a $64 million deficit. That's a big swing. It is. Uh, and, and part of it, it's, there's lots of moving parts, and they're talking about different things. Take um, us through all of them. Take us back, I guess, Stephen. It might be first uh, a good thing to start with. How do we determine how much the state exactly has? Because it's not like we're going to the ATM and pressing check balance or anything, right? Right. Well, there's there's sort of three different numbers. There's a, a, a surplus or a deficit, and you know that after a year has done. So after you close the year out uh, and you do the books and, and you say, okay, this is how much we actually spent. This is how much we actually collected. Mm-hmm. That gives you a surplus uh, or a deficit, depending on, on what the outcome is. And that's the only time you really uh, have an actual surplus or deficit. Everything after that are projections. Gotcha. So, so the, the John Bell administration is talking about the actual surpluses that were created, whereas the Landry administration is talking about projected deficits in the future. So that's, that's, the, that's the first clear thing uh, that people have to make a distinction at. And, and uh, Governor Landry put out an executive order that has a whole bunch of numbers in it, um, and, and even that can be subject to interpretation. Which brings us to the Revenue Estimating Conference? Right. Well, so there's two things. So when you when you look at whether or not you're going to have a projected deficit uh, or surplus, 
uh, you have to look at how much revenue you're bringing in, which brings us to the revenue estimating conference. Uh, but you also have to make a projection on spending. Now, the thing with revenue is... That's where the budget is involved, right? Because that's what the budget does, plans on spending? Exactly. The, 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 the revenue is set. There's our tax code. And if the legislature didn't make any changes, it would be the tax code. And so you can have your autonomist predict out how much we're going to collect in sales tax, how much we're going to collect in income tax, et cetera. Spending, you have to pass a budget every year. So it becomes even harder to predict what the future years will be because you're you're not only predicting, well, how much will it cost us to have health care, mm-hmm. um, but you actually have to predict the future actions of the legislature. So it becomes a little bit squishier. Um, so people you know, the, the, you know, the people coming up with a, a projected spending budget are, are just doing the best they can with their estimates. Uh, so it's, it's one important tool. It's known as a continuation budget. Um, but it, it's, it's a little bit squishier because the legislature can come in and completely change all of that. Change the budget or the tax code? or <laughs> change the Well, they could change the tax code, too. Yeah. So we're trying to pretend, hey, how much are we going to have in, uh, next year? Uh, and so what the Landry order says is like, hey, look, next year, uh, if we don't do anything different, we'll be $65 million in the hole. Um, but you'd have to project what the legislature is actually going to do. So, for example, there's things in there in the, in the assumptions of projecting what the legislature is going to do, like funding inflation that the legislature doesn't typically do in the future. So it's a little bit of an overstatement of how bad the problem is. Um, but it's also fair because inflation is a real thing. So I, I don't want to say that that is a wrong projection. It just what PAR tends to look at is how much is revenue changing, and we're seeing that revenue is going to be down in fiscal year 26, like 400 million dollars because of the sales tax roll off and some Wait, other. Say things. that again, Stephen. So in in fiscal year 26, and we're on a fiscal year that that's right. a um, July to June budget, that we will be down 400 million dollars in revenue. That's the fiscal cliff that we talk about. Because we don't, have to, we don't want to get into the business predicting the legislature. Not that that's wrong, but we say, hey, look, we're going to have $400, $416 million less than we do right now. So we need to start preparing for it. And, and, and the Landry administration's executive order anticipates that, too. They're very clear about it. They just go an extra step and say, hey, but if we keep spending how we're spending, uh, it's going to be even worse. And that's where you get the $560 million shortfall. So, yeah, so it's, a, it's a little bit tougher to do. It's been known as a continuation budget. Mm-hmm. You have to predict two years from now, what is the legislature going to be spending? And you can make guesses and assumptions, but you really don't know every year they come in and change the budget. So, But I think the overall big picture is we're somewhere between $400 uh, to $560 million uh, of a projected deficit two years from now. And so we need to start taking steps to m- – you know, the sooner we start acting on it, the better we'll all be. And we can get kind of lost in numbers. But the big picture is, yeah, we have a fiscal cliff in two years. So let me let me ask you this way, Stephen. When when the governor, uh, John Bell Edwards, says $143 million in surplus, that was after the books were done? That's right. That's yeah, after okay. the books. And, and that's a past figure. Like, we know that. That's a fact. Um, and, and not that I can't change a little bit as you go through the auditing process. Um but basically, that's kind of done. Everything else is talking about a projected deficit. 
We had a good year making widgets. We made $143 million. Now let's look ahead. Uh Uh-oh, this machine may break. We may have to have this capital expenditure. Labor costs are going to go up, so let's forecast ahead as to where we're going to be. Accurate? Exactly. That's exactly right, and it's something responsibly that you should do uh, and and make sure. And the sooner you address it, the easier it is to address it. And if you just want to put your head in the sand, and then when it gets there, it's really going to bite you. I understand it now, so I'm going to take a break, Stephen, okay, before I pass out. I don't want to pass out. I'm okay now, so let me go. Get, Tim's going to get the stool out. I'm going to sit in a corner, and I'm going to throw water on me with a sponge, and then I'll get ready for round two after the break. Stephen Procopio, our guest, president of the Public Affairs Research Council, talking about the having some fun, but talking about the state budgeting process. And when you mentioned that fiscal cliff, what what is going to create that cliff? What what is going to fall off where we we're suddenly looking at what was the number four hundred million? How many did you say five hundred? Yeah, four dollars less in revenue. Four hundred million less in revenue, and that's got to fall off of somewhere. We'll talk about that when we come back. You got any questions or comments? Five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. I have an idea. It has to do with that almost half penny sales tax. Uh, traffic now. WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Six fifty-five, five till seven. Tommy Tucker talking to our friend Stephen Procopio, director of the, uh, well, president rather, of the Public Affairs Research Council. So, actually, in a way, it would be good for it's good that the governor is doing this because otherwise, it would be akin to Kevin Bacon in in National Lampoon's um, Animal House saying, "All is well, all is well," when in fact it was anything but, right? Yeah, no, no. I, I take it as a good sign. I'm glad he put this out there and also part of his executive orders to tell his staff to start looking to find ways to save money in the budget. So, I mean, and so I think that's an important step. The most important part is when he actually finds those things uh, and so actually can take a step. So I, I thought this was a good step for the governor to take to start get us thing, even though it's, you know, more than a year out where we're going to have to face it. Uh, that just shows some foresight. Uh, and so I applaud that. Now it's going to be the rubber hits the road. What is he actually going to come up with is important in the long term. So does it all go back to that almost half penny sales tax? Most of it, uh, most of it. So uh, it's the the point four five. So almost a half penny worth of sales tax that is going to be rolling off in a in a you know a, a year, a little over a year, uh, and that's really what's causing the fiscal cliff in terms of the four hundred million dollars. There is also something else that there's been a transition. Uh, tax on motor vehicles, and you know when you buy a motor vehicle, you pay sales tax on that. That has normally gone into the general fund, but the legislature several years ago started shifting that over into the transportation fund to start pay for roads and bridges, which is good for roads and bridges, but not as good for 
healthcare and education and other things paid for by the general fund. So that um, we talk about a $400 million cut, it's a $400 million cut to the general fund, uh, which typically that pays for things like healthcare and education or, or, and, you know, state police, things like that. So, so but most of it is the, the half penny sales. So spending has a part of this as well, correct? What has the governor said about spending? And I know one of the things they passed in the uh, special session was for the change in the primary uh, situation, and that's going to cost the state some money, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's going to cost a lot of money. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was in tens of millions of dollars uh, over five years. <clears throat> well, it will. It remains to be seen and whether or not that will get any more changes uh, now that they see the sort of fiscal note. Maybe they'll make adjustments, or maybe they say, you know what, that's still important enough, and we're going to come up with the money. So that would add to the uh, any sort of shortfall we would have in the future, uh, plus whatever else they come up and spend or cut. One would think that with a supermajority Republican legislature and a conservative governor that there would be cuts, but— is that a safe assumption or what areas would have to be cut? Because I guess, and this is a classic example here of what we do, Stephen, where we try to learn everything together. It's complicated stuff and it can't hurt to know what you're talking about, right? If you're going to form an opinion. Right. Um, somebody texted in, let me get this question in. Didn't we have a $2 billion windfall this past fiscal year? Address that, if you will. Yeah, sure. And and, and we were kind of being loose with some of the other numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, when John Bell said he had, you know, the, the 114. There's also how much money we're running ahead in the current year. So that's really what's known as excess. And the surplus is actually like $300 million. Right? Uh, so, so there's a couple of different numbers. But in terms of the $2 billion was a, a couple of things. It was really big surplus. Uh, and it was also a lot of money we had from the federal government. So we had, did have like a $2 billion more money than we knew what to do with type of thing. And that was one-time uh, money from the Fed with the Infrastructure, whatever it was, Act? Right. Yeah, it was one-time money. It was infrastructure. It was also COVID money. Uh, it was also it was a big surplus uh, in, in terms of because we were in COVID where the budget was low, and then we bounced back, creating a surplus. But all of that was one-time or temporary money. Uh, so, you know, and, and I think they, I want to be clear, they spent most of that very wisely mm-hmm. uh, on roads and bridges and paying down debt. So for the, for the vast majority of it, they did what they should have done with that money. And the other thing is not all government spending is bad, right? I mean, you gotta, you got to spend money on roads and bridges and education and these kind of things. Stephen, thank yeah. you. I appreciate your time. I hope you come back as the story unfolds, all right? Yeah, always, always. Thanks thank for you. having me on. Appreciate it. Right. Stephen Procopio. President of the Public Affairs Research Council. We'll talk to Dub Lane. We come back about the state of our state's finances. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 